Hey, this is Jeremy. And this is Dave. And it's time for short reviews of Riff Track Shorts, a mini-sode of the True Blue Riffcast. Yes! For today's short review of Riff Track Shorts, we are going to be talking about Goldilocks and the Three Bears, courtesy of Coronet. Coronet, man. This really did feel like a throwback to kind of like the uh, 2008-2009 era of shorts which was like right when I got into Rift Tracks. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of As We Like It, you know, the one about beer. <laughs> you know, just like those really kind of like old school Rift Tracks, kind of like real simple, like the subject matter is not super complicated. It's just like blah, but Mike, Kevin, and Bill really like bring something to it and like make it, you know, something that you would want to watch. Yeah. Um, it, it's not like, shall we say, Santa and the Fairy Snow Queen, where it's just <laughs> so outrageous, where you're, where you're just like reacting. Um, this requires like a lot of jokes to bring it to life. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that made me fall, fall in love with Drift Track Shorts to begin with back 12 years ago. Ugh. So I really enjoyed it on that level a lot. Yeah. And of course, there was a little bit of insanity in this one because it's Coronet, so you're going to get that. But Goldilocks and the Three Bears is about a little girl sitting in the park pretending that she is in Goldilocks and the Three Bears. And it's actually using real live bears. Yeah. Okay, so I I got a question about this framing device. Is she Goldilocks? Or is she pretending to be Goldilocks? I think she was pretending to be Goldilocks because she had her book of favorite stories with her. Okay. That was literally just a book called Favorite Stories. Oh, I think Bill Bill or Kevin had a line. And, and these bears are very poorly drawn. I had that same uh, reaction. It's like, <laughs> man, this is this is the worst kids book. And I've I've made some kids books. Sort of. So he knows bad kid books. Yeah, I know them. bad kid drawing because I've done some bad <laughs> kid drawings. And I was like, oh my God. That framing device, why did they need that framing device? I have no idea what what the point of using a framing device was. Like, you could have it could have just been the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears without the framing, and it would have been exactly the same well they had to pad it out to 11 minutes you know they had to they, there you, you know, go yeah That's they probably had to, why, yeah. you know they're getting paid by the hour so they're <laughs> like we got to make another 13 bucks so let's put yeah. a framing device on it whatever <laughs> it's totally unnecessary they they just had three actual bears and they were using them to uh to tell the story and there was a little bit more padding in the middle uh, when they had the bears doing tricks for whatever reason. Also, while yeah. we're talking about those bears, those bears, when they came home and like, oh, uh, someone's been sitting in my chair. Someone's been eating my porridge, right? And the narrator's like, you know, it's, it's all the narrator projecting this onto like these bears. These bears don't care. <laughs> no. They don't care. No, like even Mike points out, it's like, no, that bear is eating his hat, sir. This bear does not <laughs> give a fuck, right? No. And also, they're the most docile bears ever. Like, the baby right. bear comes up, Goldilocks screams, 
and runs away. Well, no, with the baby bear, she just she just pets the bear like it like half climbs up on the bed she's on, and she just starts like scratching his ears, and then she sees the bigger bears and screams. And I, I don't know if she yeah, but why that that was either uh, good acting or they didn't tell her that there was going to be three actual bears. Even though she's set. in, even though she's in Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and she's Goldilocks. And she already knows the story of Goldilocks. It seemed like a cro- a quality scream, though. Yeah, it seemed like, even um, though we didn't really hear it. <laughs> yeah, but the the expressions were there. It was good. Yeah, I do have a favorite riff from this short. Yes, and which is it's one that might require some explanation for some people if they're not familiar with the subject. But uh, they're talking about the bears, and Bill says that uh, baby bears. Favorite toy is his uh, Timothy Treadwell doll. I gotta say, look, if it's a Rift Tracks reference, then you get the number one Rift Tracks fan badge for this episode because I did not get it. Timothy Treadwell was an environmental activist who was killed and eaten along with his girlfriend by a 28 year old brown bear. <laughs> when was this? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. It was the subject of a uh, movie from uh, Werner Herzog back in 2005 called Grizzly Man. Uh, <laughs> talk about his life and death. And uh, yeah, so I thought that was, you know, Bill brings in those dark references all the time. And uh, that's pretty good. That was, that was definitely one of them, but I laughed pretty good. Uh, And my other favorite riff was the very last thing that we hear from the guys right at the end. And it was uh, Mike yelling out, her hair was red. Yeah. Instead of being Goldilocks. That's um, that's that's kind of a a, a thing with with Coronet. I don't get it. Why couldn't they just like put a put, put put a yellow wig on her? Goldilocks and her golden locks. That's like German or German or French or some crap. Golden locks, Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the whole point of the character. Some fancy, some fancy foreign language. It means golden locks in whatever language this fairy tale was originally <laughs> written in. Hans Christian Andersen or Mother Goose or the Grim Bros <laughs> or whoever. Um, they're rolling over in their graves if those people existed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they could afford to bring in real bears, but they couldn't uh, put a wig on this little girl. Also, can I just say that set was terrible? That was an awful set Coronet built. Like like this house, and you go inside the house, and it's just like the most garbage house you can imagine. It looked like a junior high play set. <laughs> Welcome back from the edit, everybody. <laughs> uh, Dave's at it again. That's right. But yeah, Goldilocks is three bears. This this is a weird. I mean, it's Cornet, so of course it's going to be weird. But yeah, it's actually weird because of the live bears. But the bears didn't care. See, look, I, I gotta no. come back to this. The bears were like dogs in this. I was like, it, it like while watching it, I was like, are you bears or dogs? Because it just seemed like they just wanted like a treat or or like or like a pet, and to be told that they're you know that they're that they're a good boy. You know, that's like that. That's how they came across. They came across like dogs. 
Like, yeah. not these big threatening bears. I can't get over it. <laughs> I yeah, can't get were, over how defeated. much these bears did not care. No. They were the most domesticated bears I've ever seen. Bring the bear from Grizzly if you want to impress me, Coronet. <laughs> Pick up Grizzly for $9.99 at rifttracks.com. Do it. It's a great riff. It is. Also, pick up Goldilocks and the Three Bears for 99 cents. Yeah, it's like a buck or 99 yeah. cents, whatever. Same it's thing. A, it's a good, Minus uh, one penny. A good 11 minutes for you to spend. Yep. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up for our look at Goldilocks and the Three Bears. We'll see you guys next time. And the Three Bears. On the True Blue Riff Guest. Rock till you die. <laughs> <laughs>